What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's blessed and consistent in the Lord. You already know how it goes. Let's jump into a quick prayer real quick. Lord God, thank you, God, for bringing us here today. Pray, God, that you would just watch over us and keep us safe. I pray, Father God, that you would just allow anyone and everybody to hear this. I pray, Father God, that your love, your faith, your your love and tender care for us, Father God, would just spread through us, Father God, and for you. I pray, God, that we would just bring you all the honor and all the glory, Lord. I pray that you would just forgive us for any sins that we committed against you, Father God, committed against the world or committed against ourselves. I pray, God, that we would just turn away from them and that you would just that you would just lead us in the right direction. I pray, Father God, that we would release ourselves to you, Father God, that we would continuously submit ourselves to you, be vulnerable to you, Father God, to chase after what you have in life, chase after the things that you want us to be like. And I pray, Father God, that you would just give us strength, wisdom, and just allow us to press forward every single day. Amen. What's cracking, everybody? How's everybody doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Hope everybody's blessed, doing amazing. And um, you already know, coming at you in the new crib, it's freaking hot outside. So I live in Arizona. And um, I know some of you guys are like all over the world, but it's hot right now in Arizona. It's it's bad. I went to, I just got back from the grocery store. And um, yeah, I was just... We're... Um, thank God. Like, thank God and thanks to my mother-in-law because she let us... She's letting us borrow our car too for the rest of the week. And um, we're still trying to get our car fixed, so... But it's not bad. Everything's turning out okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens when you trust the Lord. He just opens up doors for you to to get everything going. And, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm thankful for that. But, um, yeah, we just got back from the grocery store. Um, had to get some groceries. And, uh, yeah, July 4th coming up. Happy July 4th to everybody who celebrates July 4th. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I'm not really going to be doing nothing. My lady works, so she's getting that extra, you know what I'm saying, that time and a half. She got, she's getting the the extra bills, I guess, you know what I'm saying? The extra money, extra cheese, and the extra cheese. So we'll see how everything turns out, you know what I mean? Um, shout out to that, though, because, you know, the Lord knows we need it right now, you feel me? Um, what else? What's cracking? What's cracking? Dang. I guess we're just chilling today, huh? I wonder what everybody's doing right now. Um, yeah, I was, um, I was thinking... I was reading my word this morning and um you ever read something and you see like the main definition of it but then when you're reading it back again you're like oh wait there's a couple more different things I can pull from this you know what I'm saying like like if you see like an oreo you instantly think like cookie right but then like another word you could call it is like a snack like I'm snacking on an oreo right like these these oreos are snacks for me so I was like kind of like the same thing for me like I seen it and I was like okay this is kind of like blah 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 but then I read this passage inside of that main like chapter and I was like oh okay this low-key means something else too like it has more than one definition and then it's like it's just crazy because it's like I feel like there's like I always wondered like how pastors and stuff like how they could be preaching for so long like pastors who've been pastors for like 30 40 50 60 years or whatever I was wondering, like, yo, that's crazy. Like, how do they never run out of stuff to teach? You know what I'm saying? Or, like, how do they never run out of things to say? And um, it's crazy how these pastors can go on staying faithful to the Lord. And they'll always open up a new message every Sunday. You feel me? And it's crazy because I, I feel like I can kind of see that now. Like, I can see what this one passage means. Like, the overall view of it. But all these little sub-meanings inside of it. 
and you can use those different sub meanings for like different directions and different teachings you know what i mean and i think that's pretty cool like that's pretty crazy like god was literally like yo i'm gonna hook you guys up so you guys can you so you guys never feel like you don't got nothing to say or nothing to preach like i'm always gonna be here you know what i'm saying and it's crazy because if you stay faithful and you read and you're curious and you want to continuously like learn then you will like you'll always find something new you feel me so um I was reading, dang, I gotta find my verse, low key, um, I left it in my little spot, but my spot is my son's room, so he was probably in here reading the Bible, that's funny, I'll be catching him, it's funny, I'll be catching him sometimes, and he'd be flipping through the Bible, you know what I'm saying, like, trying to read it, or figure out what words means, and then I'll be like, you reading the Bible, and then he'll put his hand on a page, and he'll start, like, um, he'll start, like, reading it, or like fake reading, cause he can't really talk, so he just be like, oh, doze, oh, doze, you know what I'm saying, like something like that. And that's freaking hilarious. I find that so funny. Yeah, man, he's crazy. He's a funny kid. Um, all right, so we are gonna be reading out of Psalms. It's gonna be Psalms 86, and it's um, it's verse six and seven, right? So what I got from the main verse is. Basically, like, yo, Lord, like, I need your help. Like, it's King David, right? He's he. It's a. It says a prayer of David. He's praying to the to God. He. This is the first thing he says. Says, this is um Psalms eighty six verse one. It says, hear me, Lord, and answer my prayer, or answer me, for I am poor and ready. Excuse me. Psalms eighty six. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. Lord, you are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. This is verse 6 and 7. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Right? So that was um, Psalms 86, verses 1 through 7. Um, So it obviously it keeps going, but... What I got out of that first part was like, yo, like, this is King David. He, obviously, he's not like, he's a king, so he's not really poor and he's not really needy. But he understands when he's saying he's poor and needy, he means like he's poor and needy. Like, like he has physical things, but he's lacking the spiritual things. He's lacking the spiritual fulfillment. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like asking God, like, yo, I need, I need you right now. I need you to fill me. I need you to fill me up with you know, whatever it is that he's going through in this time. And he's saying, like, I'm your servant. Guard my life. He's like, I'm faithful to you. Just, I need you to guard my life. I will always be your servant, and I trust in you. That's what he's saying, right? As we go down the line in the verse. Then he says, have mercy on me, for I call you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. He's saying, like, what's up? Sorry to bother you. What you about, man? So he's saying, like, yo, like, we have... He's, he's saying like, yo, I'm calling on you, God. I need you to bring me joy. I need you to bring me your trust. I, I put my trust in you, Lord. And I know that when I'm asking you things, I tr that, that I trust that you're going to answer them. I trust that you're listening. I trust that you have my back on this. And he's saying right here, this is verse five. He says, you, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call on you. Right? So that's us. No matter who we are, like we're going to call on him. So this prayer of David is 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 mainly like telling God, yo, I need you. I need you. 
I can't do nothing without you. He's saying I'm poor and I'm needy. Like I have these physical things, but these physical things won't give me the strength to overcome all these evil things of the world. You feel me? So it's like, yo, that's what, like, that's pretty much like the main little part that we read, right? It's like realizing that we can't do it on our own. King David, the king of Israel, right? Couldn't do it on his own. So what makes us think we could, you know, handle our lives on our own? You know what I'm saying? We need God. Because in reality, no matter what we have, we're always going to be needy and poor. Because what we need is from God. What fills us up is from God. What blesses us is God. You know what I'm saying? But here is the here's the little twist. Right here it says, Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. So when he's saying, Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. You, you like... What, what we don't get is, you ever have like that feeling of like, like it's begging? You see what I'm saying? Like he's beg he's begging God for mercy. He's saying, God, be merciful towards me. Hear my prayer. I'm crying to you for mercy. I'm crying for you to relieve me from whatever King David is going through in this point, right? But it shows, it shows like how merciful God is because... Two things. One, David wouldn't ask for mercy if he didn't think God was going to be merciful, right? But our God is a merciful God. He's a God full of grace and love and peace. And that's what he bestows upon us if we ask for it. But here's the second part to that. It shows that in order for us to gain those qualities and in order for us to in order for us to see God's grace, see God's mercy, see his his love and his peace that he bestows upon us, we have to be vulnerable. You see what I'm saying? Like, we have to put our pride aside and allow our vulnerability to show. You see what I'm saying? Some of us have, you know, either friends or a significant other, and we'll be like, yo, we have friends or, like, a significant other, right? And they'll be like, yo, let me get the code to your phone. And we're going to be like, nah, just give me my phone. I'll open it for you. You feel me? Like, that's a that's literally a sense of vulnerability that... We're not willing to share anything with that person who's asking for our passcode. But anytime God asks for our passcode, we got to be like, yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Without hesitation. The vulnerability that we carry within ourselves, we have to like release it. Like if we hold on to things that we don't want to do, say, or you know what I'm saying? Experience. We have to let God like we have to just give it all to him. Everything that you're going through, every struggle that we have, we got to be vulnerable towards God. We got to be like, yo, God, like, this is it. Like, he's, you got to remember, he sees it. He knows what's in your heart, and he knows what you're doing. But he's waiting for you to open up about it. It's like when you're, it's like if you were younger, right? Or <laughs> or maybe even some of us now, like, someone will be like, yo, did you do that? And you're like, nah, nah. But... That person knows that the only person that was there before you, before them was you. You're the only person there and everything was fine, right? You're the, you're the person after, right? So it's like, yo, this person already knows the truth, but I just want to see if they're going to tell me the truth, right? That's like God. Like God knows and sees everything, but he wants to see if you're going to be vulnerable and you're going to open up about it. It's not like, well, God saw it and I asked him to forgive me for all my sins. It's like, if you're struggling with something, ask for that specific struggle. Struggle and expose it to God. 
show him. Be like, yo, God, I'm doing blank. Or I feel blank. Or I think about blank. And I need you to just take that away from me. You feel me? There's like this sense of vulnerability that we're always, all like us as human beings, we're just naturally reserved, right? Like in life, we're just naturally reserved. We don't want to do anything that's out of our comfort zone. But the whole point of following Christ is to become not in our comfort zone, but his comfort zone. You see what I'm saying? Like there's this sense that we carry like, yo, I'm going to change, but I'm not going to change all the way. You see what I'm saying? Or like, I'm going to change, but some things that I just naturally do, I'm just going to leave them as is. Because they're not really going against God's will, but, and I don't really want to change them. But it's like, yo, like, the vulnerability is to fully release yourself to somebody, right? Like, that's what it means. Like, vulnerability is fully releasing who we are, what we're about, what we do in life, how we talk, how we think. It's taking all those things and now giving that to God and letting him do those things for us. You see what I'm saying? Like we're in this video game uh, called life. And the person that's in control right now is us. But every time we're in control, we die and have to restart the level. But if we let God take control of the controller, then he'll play, beat the level, and continue to allow us to do the level. You know what I'm saying? Like we'll always level up. We'll always get to the next stage. Everything to get to that point, though, has to start with vulnerability. God loves us so much that there's even times in the Bible when you read about these dudes who realize how great God is. And what they do is they literally rip their clothes off and fall to their knees. Imagine, like, doing that. Like, you're so, you're so overwhelmed with the spirit that... Your like you just rip your clothes off, your booty naked, and then you just drop to the ground. And you're not ashamed, you're not worried, you're not stressing. But it was just something that happened because you love God. You feel me? It's something that happened because the vulnerability that you have is true. You're not ashamed of, you know, those guys, they weren't ashamed of themselves doing those things. Why? Because they love God, because they want to show God their vulnerability. That's what our vulnerability is. Now, I'm not saying go out there and be butt naked and run around like streaking. I'm not saying nothing like that. But I'm saying like do that spiritually, like spiritually expose yourself. That's why, like I even heard this before in a podcast. They were saying like how it was crazy because Adam and Eve didn't realize they were naked until they ate that, ate that fruit of knowledge. And then they wanted to hide their nakedness. When we're spiritually naked, we're cool. We get to chill with God and walk around the garden of Eden, right? But once we realize that we're drifting away or once we realize we're not doing something that he wants us to do or not doing something that we know we sh we're supposed to be doing, like reading our Bible or praying or worshiping or, you know, going to church, it doesn't really matter. It's just whatever God is convicting us on. Because we're not doing those things, we're going to be like, yo, I need to cover myself up. I can't be naked in the garden anymore. Just like they went and hid and then they... Wanted to cover their nakedness, right? That's how we that's how we have to walk. We're not only asking God for all these things, but we gotta give him we gotta put our pride away, we gotta put our shame away, and we gotta be vulnerable with him. It's like like God is the ultimate therapist, you feel me? God is the ultimate friend, he's the best, everything. He that's literally what he is. That's why he tells you, like, don't have anybody else above me. Because if you keep me number one, 
yo, you're good. I promise. Just listen to me and I'll help you. It's like having to, it's literally like, like the way life is, is when you, like you ever got something and there's an instruction manual and you're like, man, I've done this before. So I think I could do it again. I don't need the instruction manual, but you're like, it could be different. Like you never know, right? Or you're getting something new and you don't know how to put it together. Be like, you know, I think I could do it by without the instructions. God is our instruction manual for life. And every time we get something new or every time we get something old, where you got to either choose to use the instruction manual, which is God, or we got to choose to lean on our own understanding and figure out what to do. Right. Like you're looking at it you're like I could I could put that box together. But then you get to it and you're missing a screw or you get to it and you lose a piece. Or you get to it and something don't fit right. Or you get to it and you fix everything, but it's leaning to the left, so it don't look right. Every single detail, God has already planned out. Every single thing that we go through, God has already planned out. We can't prepare ourselves for what's to come. We we walk around every day, we, like we walk around every day thinking that the next step we take is gonna be just casual. It's gonna be normal. It's the same. But you don't know. You could take the next step and your leg could fall off. Literally. Like it could fall off. You could get hit by a car. You could, you know what I'm saying? Like we take these things for granted. And that's where it comes, like that's where we, the vulnerability starts to disappear is we start thinking that we can like do do all these things, you know, that we could forgive ourselves for our sin or we could change on our own. But change only happens through Christ. Change only happens through you know, his redemption in us. That's why, that's what the Bible tells us. God's the ultimate redeemer. God's the ultimate everything. You know what I'm saying? So I encourage you guys, you know what I'm saying? Like get down on your knees and be vulnerable towards God. Show yourselves that whatever's going on, whatever's going on will be taken care of if you allow God to take care of it. If you listen to the, the human instruction manual that God gives us, everything will be taken care of. Just don't lean on your own understanding. Don't lean on my understanding. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm with you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to remember to read my instruction manual every day too. I know the things that I have to do and I know the things that I have an option to do, right? But I know if I choose the things that I have an option to do, I know that it's either going to help me or not help me, depending on what I'm choosing to do. You know what I'm saying? I know I got to read my word every day. I know I got to, like... I got to pray every day and I got to, I just got to do all those things. I know that I don't have to sing songs in order to worship God. That's an option. That just either will elevate where I'm at right that right then and there or that'll, like it just won't. Because I could worship God by just saying prayers and reading his word and talking to him and doing those things. And I have that option whether or not that I want to sing songs of worship or just just get into prayer, get into my word, and then go about my day. I know there's different elevations to those things. There's different elevations towards how we live our life for Christ. But that's what we got to remember is the things that are going to elevate us and allow him to be the instruction manual that we go based off of. To in, in order for us to incorporate change, we have to accept change and be vulnerable to change. Nobody wants to like switch up who they are. You feel me? Nobody wants to feel like different or nobody wants to feel like they're losing themselves but that's what we have to do if it's it's literally heaven or hell 
And you have to decide whether or not you're going to be vulnerable enough to lose yourself and become Christ-like. You got to decide whether or not you're going to lose yourself or become like him. You got to encourage yourself to feel convicted when you do things wrong and encourage yourself to be like, yo, I need God for this. And encourage yourself to realize that, yo, I got to put my pride aside or I got to put off what I think I know so that I let God take full control. You feel me? And that's what we forget sometimes is we forget that God's in control. But in reality, my man's always in control. That's why he's everywhere at all times in every place. Like my man's is always in control. So don't forget that. Don't forget that. Like our best friend is not only our best friend, but he's also the person that's always looking out for us. And if he's not our best friend, then we got to reevaluate how to make him our best friend. You see what I'm saying? Because it's easy to just live like, live, you know, like it's easy just to live, but it's harder to live a life of Christ. It's harder to choose yourself or it's harder to choose him over yourself. You see what I'm saying? But that's because naturally we're just selfish people. Naturally, we don't know how to be selfless, but more selfish. You see what I'm saying? It's just that sense of vulnerability is what God waits for every single day from us. That sense of vulnerability is what he wants us to to be 24-7. He wants us to come to him for every problem. And if it's the same problem, he encourages us, he encourages us to come to him with that same problem as well. It's not like we have this problem and we don't know how to get over this problem. So I'm just going to scrap it and I'm going to just try something else myself. But it's like, yo, God, help me to get through this problem. Like, guide my heart. Guide my, my physical um, being. Guide my emotional being. Guide my spiritual being. Guide my everything, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me the give me the way. That's what I, I, I tell God that too. Like, yo, guide my steps. Guide my eyes. Give me what to look at. Give me what to see. Give me what to grab. Give me what to walk in. You see what I'm saying? Give me what to wear. Like, Make me fresh and fly today. Like, you literally can ask for all those things. And you never know. You might be fresh and fly and somebody be like, dang, bro, like, hey, where'd you get those clothes at? You know what I'm saying? But, like, seriously, like, it could happen. But that's what we don't think. Like, if we involve God in what we need and involve God in our problems, show him vulnerability within ourselves, then all that, all those things, like, all our worries, all our doubts, all our insecurities, all our anxieties, Eventually, they're going to go away. And it's a process. It takes time. Because God is the... He's literally like the God of peace. And Jesus is the Prince of Peace. You know what I'm saying? And the Holy Spirit gives us peace. So everything that we go through, we'll find peace in. Literally, God loves us that much. He sent His only Son to die for us because He wants us to be peace and be in peace. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be full of life and full of, of blessings and full of prosperity. But how can he give us those things if we don't show him vulnerability? How can we give him those things if we're not listening to the instruction manual? How can we give him those things if we don't want to give him our phone password? You feel me? It's better for us to be vulnerable in every state for us to not be vulnerable in every state. You know what I'm saying? Every time we mess up, God is the only person who will not do you wrong. God is the only person who will not be mad or upset with you. All you got to do is call upon him and ask him for forgiveness and be like, you're good. Like, let me help you out in this situation. Or let me, you know, let me fix these things in you. But you got to listen. You got to be vulnerable. And you got to understand that 
when we're asking for mercy, we're asking, you know, it's like, it kind of sounds like we're begging, but that's, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us, to, he wants us to beg him like for love, for peace, for prosperity, but not out of like, to show that he's not out of, not out of like a way to show that he's greater than us because he is greater than us, but he doesn't show it to like show you that he's more powerful than anything. He does it because he knows that when you're begging and you're asking for things, it's coming from the sincerity of your heart. You're not going to beg and ask for things that don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You're going to beg and ask for things that you know God can change. I've literally done that. I was like, God, I'm begging you to just help me, Lord. I'm begging you. And when he looks at that, he's like, yeah, he's begging me. You know, that's not that's not what he does. What he does is he see that he sees that sincerely in in my heart, for example. He sees that sincerely what I'm asking for, what I want to change, what I want to do. He sees that it's coming from my heart. It's coming from the pit of my soul. And he's like, yo, I love him so much. He doesn't sit there and he doesn't like condemn you for banging him. Or he doesn't sit there and be like, yeah, you need to beg. You know what I'm saying? He just likes hearing that you're vulnerable enough to beg him. You're vulnerable enough to ask for mercy. And you're asking him to pour out that mercy and pour out that, that guidance that you need. You see what I'm saying? God isn't somebody who wants to spit in your face. God isn't somebody that wants to act greater than you because literally Jesus was the most humbled man. He was the most patient man. He was the most peaceful man. And he tells us to what? To be more Christ-like. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus could have stopped everything. He could have closed everybody's mouth like that. He could have made everybody drop dead. Even when he was getting beat. But what did he do? He showed his vulnerability to the Father. He showed his obedience to the Father. He showed that he loves us so much that he'll take anything and do anything for us. You see what I'm saying? That's how we have to be. We have to show our obedience and our vulnerability to the Father so that when we do those things, we get led the right way. We got, we got to follow the instruction manual. You know what I'm saying? Do the things that you know are going to move you in the right direction. It don't make sense to wake up every day, not pray, not read your Bible, and not stick to the Word of God. Right? Not feel conviction. Not feel, you know what I'm saying? Not feel like you can brush something off. If you mess up, right then and there, be like, Yo, Lord God, just forgive me for that. Um, I shouldn't have done that. I should be less more. I should be less angry and more patient. And, you know, give me the words of kind. You know what I'm saying? You can say those things in your head, bro. That's all you got to do. And move on. And then later down the road, if you're struggling with the same thing, get on your knees when you get home. Or get on your knees and get into a quiet place. And be like, yo, Lord, just help me. Guide me. Just give me the words. Give me the 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 temper to not be tempered. You know what I'm saying? Give me the 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 level, God, the balance that I need. Pray, God, that you just not allow people to step on me, but that you would allow me, Father God, to just be the way you need me to be, right? Because then what you do then is you realize that people aren't stepping on you, but you're realizing that people are just, they're not, they don't have the peace that you have. So when somebody blows up on you and you're like, whatever, bro, God bless you, you're not, no, you're no longer carrying that temper and you're no longer feeling like somebody's walking over you because what he's showing you is like, yo, that person is lacking the peace that you have. So don't think of them as stepping, stepping on you or stepping over you, but look at it as that person lacking the peace that, that they want from you, that they're getting so angry at you because they don't have what you have. You see what I'm saying? Like he turns every situation into the definition you see what i'm saying like how he does that with the bible like there's a main objective that's like the outer view but if you look inside there's a real view somebody tries to press you 
and you stay calm, cool, and collected, and they're not trying to harm you in any way, but you're just, you're being Christ-like to them, right? You're going to walk away. You're going to be like, man, thank you, God, for that. And those person, that person, on the outside, it looks like that person, like, is trying to press you and is doing so much wrong to you and is, you know what I'm saying, trying to do all these things to you. But on the inside, they're walking away knowing that they want what you have. They're walking away knowing, like, yo, I need to find out what that guy has, that piece that that guy has. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's just more to it. It's more than just the outside look because there's a lot inside. You see what I'm saying? It's not just a cookie, yo. It's a snack. It's not just a snack. It's, you know, it's a fruit or it's a it's a dessert. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's what it has. That's what it is in life. Like, just remember those things. That there's things out there on the outside that look scary, but on the inside, they're just lacking a lot. And they're lacking Jesus. And maybe that encounter with you and you being graceful to them and you showing them love would be what they need to change their life. Because they could just be like, man, I wonder what that guy had. And then think about it. And then God could come to them and be like, yo, it was me. You see what I'm saying? And then they're in their car and they're like, yo, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Or I, you know what I'm saying? It just, it, it's all transcends into something God, greater greater for God. The better we act towards people, the better people will act for God. Or the more that they'll realize that God is real. Or the more that they'll realize that God takes care of everybody and all his people. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, guys, we got to show our vulnerability. We got to be vulnerable. We got to ask and beg God for change. We got to ask and beg him for mercy. We got to ask and beg him for the things that are sincere in our heart. Because that's when he that's when he has change. If you're sincere about change, if you're sincere about love and peace, then you'll be vulnerable with God. And you'll show him the respect, the obedience that he deserves. And that's just how it is. I'm going to pray out real quick. Lord God, I pray that you would just show us your vulnerability, Lord. That you would show us how to be more vulnerable to you, Father God. Give us the open ears that we need, Father. The open heart, the open mind, and the open body, Father God. To overcome evil. Not to fall to the left or to the right, Master. Not to not to look behind us, Father God, but just to look towards the heavens, Father God, for all the answers. To look towards you, Master. I pray, God, that you just allow us to become more vulnerable with you. Allow us to become more obedient to you, Father God. I pray that we will listen to your instruction, that we will listen to your, your word, Father God, that we would just listen to you all together, my Lord. I pray, Father God, that you would just allow me, God, to overcome, allow us to all overcome evil, Father God. And I pray that we would just overcome the things that cause us to drift from you, overcome the things that close our ears, overcome the things that close our hearts, Master. And I pray that we would just continuously, continuously be vulnerable, Father God. I pray that I would stay vulnerable to you, that the, that everybody who's listening and everybody who's out there in the world trying to figure out how to have peace or figure out trying to get rid of their anxiety, that they would just become vulnerable to you, Father God, that you would touch every single person's heart right now, Father God, that is full of anger or that's full of sadness or that's full of sorrow or that's that's full of impatience father god or or those that are just in need of you right now father i pray that you would just be with us father god and we're all in need of you father god every step and every second of the day i pray that you will be with us watch over us from every county from every country from every state from every part of the globe master i ask that you would just be with us watch over us protect us and keep us safe lord allow every single Thing that's going on in our life that's bad allow it to be overturned for something beautiful and something to glorify you we give you all the honor and all the praise in jesus name amen what what all right y'all so this has been a little quickie you know what i'm saying a little quick one 
Um, but yeah, I just up I just did a little video on IG. So if you guys haven't seen it, go follow the IG Imperfect Man Podcast IG. Um, the link will all, the link to my IG will also be in this. Um, like I said, I'm gonna try to get more consistent on the socials. Um, I don't got a Twitter or like anything like that, but I got a I got a YouTube, and uh, I got that that IG. You know what I'm saying? So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post the IG video on YouTube just in case some of y'all are trying to see it. So if you want, skedaddle over to the YouTube or skedaddle over to the IG. And uh, don't forget to share this. If you're not following, make sure you guys are following. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get, let's got to share this, man. We got to share God's love, God's peace. You know what I'm saying? And, and the numbers are going up because you guys are doing that. So I appreciate that. And it's all glory to God, man. It's never anything for me. It's never to self-glow. It's never to make money. You guys know I'm not trying to make no money off of this. I'm just trying to spread God's love in his word one way or another. And that's why I'm trying to be more relevant and like show myself more on social media so that people understand that, yo, like who I was, they see who I was and they're like, yo, that guy is acting completely different. And it's like, yo, tune into the podcast and you could be different too. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, stay relevant with God and, and God will show you everything. Be vulnerable to, towards him and he'll show you grace and mercy. And so, that's what I that's why I tell you guys, man. Don't think I'm trying to like do anything crazy or be famous or anything. I'm not trying to do none of that, man. I'm just trying to spread God's love and I can do that by you guys doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So like it like it always is, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every single time I drop an episode. I'm trying to stay more consistent. I hope you guys are staying consistent in the word and prayer and everything that you guys going on got going on. And uh, yeah, you know how it go, man. I ain't tired of you, but I know y'all are tired of me. Peace. Love you guys, man.